Well, today I'm joined with uh, City Manager Cletus Phillips, Assistant City Manager Hasco Craver, and Jason Zepp, Vice President of Amway, to talk a little bit about the city's transition to the new trash providers who are Amway. Gentlemen, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, Jason, can you tell me a little bit about Amwaste and its history? Yeah, so Amwaste, uh, called the Matter Management Company, uh, was founded by Chip Russell uh, roughly 13 years ago, began as a landfill company in Alabama, and has since uh, grown over that time period to over 500 employees with a regional footprint in Georgia, Alabama, and Louisiana, okay. uh, specializing in collection and post-collection and recycling. Okay. Uh, so it's really blossomed into a wonderful company with great leadership. Very good. And uh, Cletus, can you talk a little bit about how the city came into uh, contract with uh, Amwaste? Yeah, uh, obviously, over the, probably going back the past year or longer, Clay. Uh, obviously, the city we knew that the um, the existing contract with uh, GFL was expiring end of the year, uh, so we we hired some consultants. Uh, you may remember some of those special call right. meetings to talk about uh, our you know operating procedures our rates you know the financial position the quality of service you know yeah. and it was decided to put out an rfp to uh, uh solicit proposals and obviously you remember how that went uh, you know initially council had uh awarded the bid uh, back to gfl mm-hmm. uh, then there was some you know pretty substantial serious service interruptions you know we don't have to talk sure, about sure, those sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're we're all aware of those and, and because of those obviously the city put uh uh, GFL on notice and uh, it rescinded the bid and went back out and asked the the previous responders if they were interested in re-responding and certainly we did and you know obviously at the end of the day with evaluation and, and interest from Amwaste and a lot of background uh, obviously we've known Jason from from pre- previous positions know, know of their team yeah yeah council elected to start in January second January second move forward with uh, Amwaste looking forward to it all right. Well, uh, can you talk a little bit about the transition process and what residents can kind of expect coming from their previous provider to you guys? Yeah, sure. Uh, right now, we've already begun the transition process uh, in terms of ensuring that we've got assets and people in place. Um, we've already begun the training process with employees. Uh, we'll continue that over the course of the next 45 days. Uh, we plan to deploy carts. New carts will be deployed those last two weeks of December which is uh, Tuesday through Thursday, each of those weeks, uh, December 20th through the 22nd, and then December 27th through the 29th. Uh, We've partnered, hired a professional cart company to come in and deliver those carts on those three days. Okay. Um, They'll they'll stay on the 30 days after startup for support to bring more carts or whatever's needed to make sure everybody gets a bin. Okay. Um, And and so we'll make sure that everyone has a bin. Very cool. Take care of. Um, one of the previous um, issues that I think a lot of residents had with our previous race pr- provider was, I guess, accountability and accessibility. I think they had issues contacting them. They were frustrated. They didn't get answers. What can residents expect if they if they have any sort of issue? Who should they contact? Yeah, good question. So for that matter, um, the Noonan City Council at a meeting a few months ago um, had considered and voted to bring the customer service um, account management services in-house. Right. There will be city staff members. City staff members are going to be on the other end of the phone when you pick up to call if you have service interruption or you want to you move to town and you want to set up an account. Mm-hmm. So we've removed, the city council has removed that customer service function from the provider in hopes yeah. that the provider can solely focus on removing and dealing with residential refuse and recycling material. We will, as the city of Noonan, manage the account setup and customer service function. Okay. 
and you guys will still be handling a lot of the bulk waste and stuff like that that people typically put on the street uh, like um, brush and yeah, pianos right. piano, yeah. <laughs> things like that couches. yeah yeah couches yeah. Things like, yeah that's correct that's yeah. right <laughs> joking aside yes that's the right. city of Noonan will um, manage that the you claw. know some yeah. some communities because Cletus just jokingly referred to it as the claw that's some right. communities call it the claw whatever you affectionately refer to the large truck that removes bulk waste and brush waste yes that will remain one yeah. interesting thing and I don't know if Mr. Zepp wants to talk about this but you know in years past um, the claw as we're mm-hmm. calling it right the brush and bulk vehicles would f- mirror your regular residential refuse and recycling service we're hoping to get back to that so yeah that, that's correct um, working with the city right now looking at planning uh, looking at having our our route days split there'd be four route days out of the week Monday through Thursday okay uh, we'd have the west side of 85 running uh, the first two days of the week with Wednesday Thursday pickup being the east side of 85 and the brush routes to marry the trash pickup routes. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Well, um, can you kind of, I, I know a lot of people have talked about the potential of the city starting their own trash service, but can you can talk about why that's probably logistically unfeasible? Yeah, I think we can all add something yeah. to that, Clay. And it's a great question. It was a question that we got very often. Hey, why don't you just allow us the citizen's choice mm-hmm. or what they call in the industry subscription services? And Certainly not as simple as it may seem, especially inside of a, a, in, a, in a city. Again, I go back to our research with rates. Uh, a lot of times the municipal contracts, we, we're able to negotiate with competitors a, a better rate. I think, Jason, you said you don't live in the city. You live close to the city, though. That's correct. I live close to the city, just outside the city limits, mm-hmm. uh, technically in the county. And we pay thirty three sixty a month for trash only, no recycling, and no bulk pickup. Wow. So he pays more than what you pay inside the city for yeah. for all the services. But there's but there's a lot of other critical factors that go into why we didn't do subscription services. I mean, obviously, um, if you have multiple trucks in the city, you have multiple pickup days, mm-hmm. cans out at different times of the day, uh, heavy trucks. How much does a that ASL truck weigh, Jason? Approximately? Oh yeah, you you've got almost you've got almost of a ton of yeah. steel going down the road, right? Um, multiple not, times on multiple the city times. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Right. So you, got the, you, you have the wear and tear. Again, I go back to the pricing where we didn't have that, uh, you know, control for the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to the city doesn't own a landfill. Yeah. The city, the, the tipping fees of the city's operation is a massive part of the operation. And yeah. We have no control, yeah. no ownership in the transportation or the landfill, which makes it a very difficult situation. Then you have capital assets not just the startup we have about 15,000 cans or more we would have to buy average price of a can is 66 dollars is that right wow up from 45 in a 20-month period (laughs) yeah then we have the trucks we don't have the we we have the claws but we don't have the trash trucks and a truck is 355,000 355,000 and unless you're in the business we probably aren't going to be in the front line of production of the trucks so who knows when we will have gotten the trucks yeah it was just a not a good wasn't a good decision Mm -hmm. the city used to be in the trash trash service about 20 years ago okay and even 20 years ago we were supplementing that fund to the tune of almost one million dollars a year 20 years ago yeah so yeah. to get back in the business just wasn't financially very smart for the city and our taxpayers. Okay. Another thing that may be of interest to your listeners, Clay, is, you know, and there's subscription services Cletus and Jason talked to is, you know, not everyone will subscribe. 
Sure, you're you right. So, I'll just handle it myself. Or I'm just not going to have service. Right. Right. And um, as a resident of the city of Noonan, if my neighbor doesn't have service and she or he wants going to put waste somewhere, mm-hmm. um, there's no room in my can. Does it go on the curb? Who's responsible to pick that up? Right. I mean, I know you as a resident would not like to ride your bike down a road with a bunch of waste all over, right? So it's one way that we too can commit to our citizens to keep a clean and safe community. Yeah. And I've got four children. I wouldn't want them riding their bikes with six different garbage trucks coming down the street either on a given day. So there's that component as well to think about. Yeah. The consistency is a big, big issue there. If you can just keep everything uniform and safe. I think that's, that's half the game there. But I think your residents can rest assured that we looked at all of these options. I'm sure. Um, yeah. In advance of, as Cletus mentioned earlier, the council seeking um, for us to release a request for proposals. This was all part of the due diligence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And there were changes put into the, the services, the contract with Amwaste. Uh, we're utilizing technology, and, and Jason can explain some of that technology mm-hmm. to ensure service and accountability oh, yeah, on, yeah. on the service provider side. Uh, you know, we, we have... Uh, bond requirements in the in the contract so there's a, there's things we did in addition to which i think the most important thing we did is bring customer service camp management in-house yeah i think that's the best thing that we we did and it's going to show the most but jason can probably talk about sure. the technology yeah. yes we use a uh, technology called third eye in the cab of our our trucks and what that is a web-based technology that gives a not quite a panoramic view but but a full view of the truck uh forward facing uh, and it's running live mm-hmm. at all time. And so it can tell on long lat geocode where they're at any given time when they're running. It can also, you can take still shots, pictures, and see whether, you know, if there's debris out or or multiple cans or a can not out. Um, we felt that was very important, especially given the city is taking customer service in-house. They have to have a way to communicate and see what's going on in the street. And so... We have that technology available to partner with the city and give them access to our technology while we're running the routes. Uh, so they'll have that at their disposal. Nice. Um, now, can you talk a little bit about the sorting process? I've, I've heard some cool things about the way that you're handling waste now as opposed to the previous provider. Can you talk a little bit about recycles and things like that, how you guys handle that? Sure. It's, uh, you know, we partner with a company, Repower, that is a little bit different and unique in terms of just a regular sort process. They actually heat the material up. That's why we take the household goods that would normally be wet waste or rejected at the recycling plant. They go through a process, a heating process, where it becomes a completely different element uh, and recyclable at that point when it's a dry product and can be used for, you know, replastic, um, you know, papers, cardboard, mm-hmm. uh, also they take that and they burn it into um, and compress it and create gas and natural gas wow. out of that product. So it's a really one-stop shop um, at the end of the day. And it also takes trucks off the streets. It keeps the emissions down in your city and keeps your keeps your streets safe. Yeah. You know, you don't have multiple big trucks going down the street. Well, and that was one of the things multiple days. you had touched on earlier. So about. essentially, it's a one-bin one bin solution. Yes, yeah. it's a one-bin solution. So effectively, you take... Your single stream material, as well as whatever you're going to throw away in your household, you can put it in that one bin, and that will be put into a, a heating a heating component down in the recycling facility, put through the heating uh, process, yeah. and then it comes out to sort, and you sort out and segregate the recyclables. Very cool. Okay. So will residents no longer need to do separate bins? Does everything just go into one bin? One or? bin. Okay. One bin solution. Okay. And so people that were concerned about not being able to recycle glass and stuff like that, is that back on the table now? Would that be a possibility? 
the glass at this point, no. Okay. But, but, but it will it, be in the one bin. It can be in the one bin. That's yes. cool. Very but cool. segregated by itself, not, not quite yet. Okay. Uh, can you talk about the when, I guess, the, the routes, when those will begin? I guess you were saying something about the second week of November, determining when the routes will be set. Yeah, so we've looked at the routing, and our, our idea is that we run four-day weeks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and run very heavy. We t- I took a look at the, the heaviest area in the city, in the contract, and we're going to do those Monday and Tuesday okay. along with the bulk. And then our lighter days are going to be Wednesday and Thursday, um, you know, to give us more bandwidth and, and get full completion every single week of uh, every customer. Okay. Um, now, how has how Amwaste uh, handled a lot of the same sort of staffing issues that a lot of the other companies have had to undergo at this, this time in this market? Yeah, so when you look at the market, there's you know there's a lot of challenges, obviously, with you know post pandemic and and uh, labor shortages, if you will. Um, you know, as an employer, you have to come to realize that people want to get paid, they want to come to do a job, especially what we do yeah. is very manual and dangerous and hard. So you know, we we put our wages uh, where they need to be to be extremely competitive in the market, and we're already attracting talent to to come out and do the job. So. Wow. Well, that's great. I think that was probably one of the biggest issues previous providers is, I guess, just keeping staffing uh, and the communication between them and, and the city. Um, well, going forward, um, can you kind of talk about some things maybe customers might need to know in terms of making a very smooth transitional process? Yeah, sure. We'll have by the third week of November, right before Thanksgiving, we'll have um, we'll have days, customer pickup days to be able to publish to the constituents. Mm-hmm. We're also when we drop their cart, we're going to put a tag on their cart that says their pickup day on it. So it's gonna be, you know, whether it's a different color or it's fluorescent, it's gonna say in big bulk letters on that tag what your pickup day is. So do not remove that tag, you can leave it on there. It'll yeah. always tell you what day we're coming. Okay. Um, so that'll be very specific as well as information on the website um, and a color-coded map to show what zones and areas are what days will coincide with the hanger on the cart. Okay. And how will residents uh, be able to access the website? Is, is there a card that gets left at each house, or how would they kind of get in the loop about how this will be transitioning? Yes, that'll actually be posted on the city's website. City website, okay. Yes. I think it's important to know, Clay, that you know once you receive your last service day from GFL, it is important at that time that you transition in your house and yeah. start using the Amway scan. True. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, because we there will be a can swap. Yeah. Uh, Waste will be delivering the cans, and at some point in time, based upon GFL schedule, they will be picking up both the the trash and the recycling can. So after your last day of service, it's very important that you actually use the uh, the Waste can. Yes, and if you're out of town those last two weeks of the month, um, maybe having a neighbor or somebody pull the can in for you, just yeah. up to the driveway, whatever it may be, um, to make yeah. sure that you get your bin. Well, since I mean we don't have a rep for GFL here, what should they possibly do residents to ensure that the can swap for GFL goes correct? Should they be taking, leaving them at the curb? We're going to be working, the city will be working with GFL to, to try to identify uh, dates for okay. the pickups. At this point in time, I do not have those. Sure. I mean, obviously, one of the reasons that we, you know, decided to take the account management customer service in-house is for the benefit of our residents. So, you know, my advice is going to be if you have an issue with that, simply call the city and in customer service and see if we can can get that aligned. Okay. Uh, again, as soon as we have a date and know when that's going to occur schedule-wise, we'll certainly let all the constituents know. Very good. Um, and can you talk a little about the pricing? Okay, yeah. Obviously, uh, you know. 
pricing's always been a you know a critical component of the service, For right? Sure. Uh, but as I've it. had several people say and, and mention uh, to us over the last few months, you know, it really doesn't matter what you pay if you don't receive the service. I'm just going to be. You I know, think anyone would agree with that. For sure. With that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so through this process, uh, yes, uh, when the bills go out, the city's going to be sending out the first bills in, in early December. There is going to be a price increase. Sure. Uh, based upon our research, conversations in the industry, uh, there's just was simply no way to keep the prices where they were. You know, the price uh, that the previous hall GFL was charging was just somewhere over, you know, $11, $10 a month. And, I mean, you could probably ask Jason, it's pretty hard to run an operation at, at $10 a, per home per month. 100%. The city of Noonan's portion of the bill was just over $6. So we were charging just $6 a month for unlimited bulk and brush pickup. Yeah. Again, we're going in the wrong direction financially. Uh, our fund was not stable financially. So, yes, there, there had to be a price increase. So, so the base price uh, on the first bill is going to be, I have it here just a second, $32.40 a month. That's what that service is going to be. I know that there's probably going to be some sticker shock when that first bill goes out. But I would ask everyone to, to, to do their homework. Uh, we, we've done our homework to look to see what, you know, a subscription uh, service, pay, what you pay in mm-hmm. unincorporated Coweta County. And oftentimes you're finding something at that rate, close to that rate, or even maybe above that rate for simply monthly yeah. trash service. Yeah. So you have to remember on, in that bill you're receiving the, the one-band solution for trash and recycling and bulk and yard debris. Yeah. Everything. So I think if you do your homework, it, it's still yeah. a it's still a, it's still a very very good value, mm-hmm. and it does put us both in a position where we can successfully operate. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Well, gentlemen, anything else going forward that uh, residents might need to know about for the transition? I, I believe maybe something, and 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 it's pr- it's been started the last few months. Um, GFL has recently converted to you know everything being inside the bin. It's uh, they're using a. A type of truck it's called asl automated side load truck okay yes so so the majority of your routes will also be serviced with the asl correct. truck so yep. it will be a everything in the bin so mm-hmm. certainly we're gonna we're gonna try to put out a bunch of information and education flyers you know educate everyone in the bin in the bin in the bin yeah uh, the the days of just uh, filling your uh, curb up with uh, bags of trash <laughs> that will not be picked up it's not a contractual obligation right. of, of, of jason yeah. and amways okay very cool. Well, guys, I think appreciate you guys coming over to talk about all this. And like I said, residents can look forward to the transition on January 2nd, 2023. And all sorts of issues or questions that you might have can be directed to the city. And we, uh, we're definitely looking forward to actually having our trash picked up. So thanks again. We appreciate you. you coming, Jason. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right.